Hello, welcome back to Geeking with Destination Venus. We have got a chat for you this week. Let's not call it an interview, it's a lot more informal than that, with the awesome Chloe Green from Thought Bubble. She is one of the festival organisers and uh, she is here to tell us everything that's going on with Thought Bubble this year. It's back, it's physically going to be in the Harrogate Convention Centre. It's the best convention of the year and I can say that because it is. It's almost by popular agreement. Before we do that, though, a couple of things. First of all, I have been plugging in previous shows the art trail that I was going to curate around Harrogate as part of the Thought Bubble Festival. It's going to be sort of a fringe festival event. That's not happening now. Uh, if you have been following the Destination Venus social medias uh, or you've been looking at the Destination Venus website, you will know that I've had a few issues this October and I'm not going to go into them. As I'm recording this, they're still going on. It's kept me away from Harrogate. I've been uh, out, out of town for, for most of this month. Uh, and this was the time when I would normally be running around, talking to venues, chasing up artists, all of that kind of thing. I've just not physically been able to do it. So rather than do uh, a half measures job, I'm just not doing it this year. Next year, bigger and better than ever. But this year, yeah, can't do it. Really, really sorry. I'd like to apologise to Thought Bubble, who have actually put the event in the Thought Bubble programme, because final submissions for that were before everything in my life went crazy. Uh, and I'd like to apologise to the artists who'd volunteered uh, to, to lend us their stuff. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Uh, and I'd like to apologise to the people of Harrogate, who aren't now going to get to see some great comic art. Really, really sorry. We will do better next year. But there really was nothing I could have done about it this year at all. So that's that. Uh, second thing, I'm actually not recording this at home. Uh, I'm still out of town and I'm not recording in an ideal location. I'm actually in a caravan and it's raining. So if it sounds like someone's throwing ball bearings at the microphone, that's why. Uh, I'm also directly under a flight path for a historic aerodrome. So if you hear low-flying aircraft, that's why. Uh, not a huge amount I can do about it. My caravan is not well soundproofed. So sorry about that. Um, probably a bit more jibber-jabber at the end, but for now, let's hear from the awesome Chloe Green of Thought Bubble. So anyway, officially, now we've been talking for ages, but officially, hello. Hello. Welcome back. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's been a while. Uh, it had. Well, yeah, it was, it's been a while since anything happened, hasn't it? It's, uh, mm. So I heard you talking on the Awesome Comics podcast, uh, however long ago that was now, because those guys oh, are always a bit, they're always a bit more organised than me at getting things organised. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to try and not just repeat the same questions over and over again. But there are a couple of questions that I think I'm fairly obviously going to ask. And the first is, wow, a comics convention in the middle of a pandemic, that can't have been easy. What exactly, how exactly is Thought Bubble changing to accommodate the world as it is now? Yeah, uh, it hasn't been easy. Um, but uh, 2020 being postponed gave us a lot of time to think about how we would return, what we would make differently. Um, mm -hmm. So f f the physical kind of changes that you'll see when you come to the convention is there's going to be loads more space. 
So if you if you came in 2019, the first hall was pretty cramped, um, which was totally fine for 2019, but it's obviously not the same for 2021. Uh, so we've taken out an entire bank of desks, which means there'll be loads more space, but there won't be less exhibitors because we've taken on a full extra hall. So we've kind of shuffled things around just to make things feel a bit more like flowy. You're not going to be cramped. Mm-hmm. So you're not really like pressed up against people. We've done things like the spaces where pe- people would queue um, are going to be completely away from everyone else. Uh, yeah, basically the whole the whole thing is going to be a lot more spaced out. Everyone's going to have to wear a mask. And yeah, um, we're, we're taking it pretty seriously that uh, we know that it's a big deal. Everyone's suddenly coming into one space after the last 18 months of... Mm staying in his houses basically um so yeah it's uh it's been rough but i am super excited and feel like we've done quite a bit to make it feel safe and comfortable and inviting for everyone yeah me too i mean i i'm a little bit tentative about it Mm -hmm. because it really will be the first time i've been in a crowd since well since thought bubble in 2019 probably in fact yeah Um, but I, I think there's a very good chance I'll have been triple jabbed by then. Um, and I, th- I think if we're ever going to do it, we've got to do it sometime. And I I, I like that the, the convention centre in Harrogate is big enough that you can actually expand the physical space that you use. Exactly. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's, the, the what you've put in place i think it probably is enough yeah um it, it's definitely it's above what the government guidelines are and we've done that because us ourselves as the the planners mm-hmm. are still not going into crowds um so we appreciate that everyone that's coming is probably going to be in the exact same situation that the last time that they hung out in a big crowd could have been probable 2019 so yeah masks you've got to prove that you've been vaccinated or that you've had a negative test really recently so yeah, it, it does feel like we've we've done quite a bit to make it comfortable. Yeah, no, I, th- I think you have. And um, as somebody who is incredibly cautious about COVID, um, I appreciate it. I really do. That does bring me to another question, though. Just as a point of information, um, what are you accepting as proof of vaccination? Uh, well, we get people coming from all over the world, so we appreciate that we're going to be seeing loads of different uh, variations of probably what we as people in England recognise as the the NHS app. Mm-hmm. So if you're in England, the NHS app's the easiest way to prove you're double vaccinated. Outside of that, like not even Northern Ireland and Scotland, it looks totally different. But what we're saying is anything that's official from your your local government is what we'll accept. Right. And then yeah, the alternative is you prove that you've had a recent negative test. So if even if you're not double vaccinated, because we know that in some other countries the, the vaccine does not mean that opportunity yet, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And we don't want to discriminate against people just because they've not had the opportunity mm-hmm. to. So, yes, yeah, so if you're worried that you haven't got anything superficial from your home country that proves that you're double vaccinated, just just get a test and that will that will work just as well. And are you accepting lateral flow tests or just PCRs? A- any, any kind of test. So like a home test is fine as long as it's logged right. officially. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. I mean, that's that's fairly easy to do. You can get a, a lateral flow test from any pharmacy in the UK. So uh... Yeah, exactly. There is, there there even three. Yeah, um, and we'll have a bunch of masks as well if you turn up and you've forgotten one. So, yeah. That's brilliant. You really have thought of everything, I think. Um, I tried. 
I'm sure there'll be some curveballs on the weekend that we've not thought about, but yeah. Oh, inevitably, there's there's always something. Yep. But I'm sure it'll be something minor. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Okay, so you're back. You've got everything in place to be safe. Mm-hmm. I suppose the next question is how much of a headache has it been coordinating the guests? And just to address the elephant in the room, the big guest that was coming in isn't. Not going to talk about that unless you unless you really want to. I think it's worth um, ignoring. Yeah, I, I I had a little bit of a rant on uh, on the podcast when it happened. I understand that people on both sides are upset. I actually don't care. So moving on. Um, it is genuinely though. I mean, it must always be a fairly big logistical thing, getting international guests into the country and into accommodation at the right time getting everything through customs and not losing their luggage and all of that must be a nightmare at the best of times. This is not the best of times. No. Uh, yeah, you, you're totally right. Um, it's it's always the job that no one wants to do because uh, it is a huge logistical nightmare. Figuring out where people are landing, who's going to pick them up, who's going to take them to the hotel kind of thing. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's a big thing. And then this year, if you times the logistics by 100 um, because we're having to navigate COVID restrictions, uh, mm-hmm. it's been rough <laughs> and obviously everyone knows that the rules change so frequently as well so one week we think we're fine yeah and the next week something changes but we're nearly there the the biggest thing was the american travel was a complete no-go up until it was announced maybe three weeks ago yeah that that was cussing it a little bit fine yeah i think so that was we were holding his breath for that one um so now that's oh. happened and I liked you stayed optimistic about that. You know, you, it's, it's, you you didn't do the oh well, getting people over from America might not happen, so let's not even bother with that. You went with the well, let's see what we can get. If, we can't, if they can't get here, they can't get here. But let's let's see what we can do. Yeah, exactly. And we're we're super lucky that all our guests are a mega understanding, and we've kind of been like, if if for ever any reason, any personal reason, you decide that traveling is just not an option for you this year, then that's totally fine with us as well. Um, so we have left things a little bit later to get booked for for all the reasons that we just spoke about. But mm-hmm. yeah, feels feels pretty good now. Um, I'm sure there will still be some people that can't make it or, or decide it's just not worth it, which is completely understandable. I think it's inevitable because um, I mean, first of all, you've got a lot of people coming. Yes. So just just statistically, there's a, the more people you've got coming, the higher the chance is that someone's going to have a personal circumstance that, you know, even in a normal year. Yeah, you know, exactly. Th- exactly. Things happen. You know, mm-hmm. it's, God knows I've had enough happened in the last fortnight. I know things happen. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's like it could always happen. And when you, when you throw in COVID and international travel and all of that, I saw, I, I, I forget now who it was, but I saw one of the a fairly big, it was Scott Snyder isn't coming now until next year. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I can live with that. He's still coming. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and and our guest lineup is incredible this year because it is kind of a merge of two years, so the mm. twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one being merged together. So it is it it sucks that Scott can't make it, but he's going to come in twenty twenty two, and we've still got an incredible guest lineup. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so. I think that's been always been one of the strengths of Thoughtball, actually. Yeah. So you know, you have a couple of people who are you know genuinely big names like Scott Snyder um, mm-hmm. drop out for whatever reason. There are some cons where that would be a complete disaster because they had like the headline name and then mm-hmm. 
nobody else. Whereas yeah. Thought Bubble, Scott Snyder drops out, Gal Simone's still coming. Yeah, Joel Jones is still there. Joel Jones is still coming. I mean, and, and we could go on with that list for quite a while. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, yeah, we, we, we're lucky that we have a bunch of UK and European guests as well that um, obviously being a little bit close to home, the chances of mm-hmm. something happening is slimmer, which is great. Yeah. Well, and of course, UK UK guests aren't really covered by travel restrictions at all then. Yep, exactly. So, yeah. uh, so there's as that. Long as, as long as they're fit and healthy, they're, they're going to be here. Yeah. So it's, how do you how do you actually decide who you're asking to come? Because I mean, Thought Bubble seems to be a very big draw. Um, doesn't look to me as though over the years you've ever really had trouble getting people who want to come. Much as with um, storeholders, actually, I suspect you could probably get more people than you've got space for. So, <laughs> so, so how do you? make those decisions it must be really difficult um yeah so so um so with with guests uh we are blessed to have our founder uh lisa slash tulalote um has been a pretty huge comic artist so she works with people all over the world she goes to conventions all over the world and that really helps us in in getting contacts with with people mm-hmm. that we're going to bring over which is excellent but yeah, one of the things about Thought Bubble, I guess, is that there's there's nothing else like it in the world that focuses solely on comic art and comic writers. So people come to it probably more so than the bigger conventions for that exact reason. That it's you're you're gonna come over here as a guest and you're gonna meet five hundred, six hundred of your biggest fans. Mm. Whereas you you might go to a different convention and it's kind of just not the same kind of vibe. Uh so I think, yeah, I don't know. I, we always get the impression that guests love coming to Thought Bubble, for, and I, I don't know. We just we're blessed. <laughs> yeah, I mean, certainly uh, the. It's not that I make a habit of speaking to big names in comics because I, I I don't have that kind of access, but I have spoken to some people who have been guests at Thought Bubble, and you know that's been their reaction. It's like, yeah, I can't wait to come again. I've, I've never been to anything like this. This is. And I think it's maybe because the the big cons, the ones in London, yeah, they're huge and they've got loads of people there, but they're not all comics fans. You know, you've got people who are there because they want to meet the bloke who was third actor from the right in the bar scene in Doctor Who. And, uh, you know, the A-Team van is there and the the Fast and the Furious yeah. cars are there. And I love all that stuff. I mean, don't yeah, get me wrong. Same. It's, it's still super cool and super fun. Amazing. Um, cool. and- if you're if you're Gail Simone and you're in that environment, nobody who doesn't read comics knows who Gail Simone is. Yeah. Whereas at Thought Bubble, she's a rock star mm-hmm. because, exactly. I, because well, I'm going to be number one groupie basically. So um, I'm already trying to work out ways of smuggling in cream teas. Um, <laughs> I feel like a lot of people are going to be doing that for Gail. <laughs> must buy that one with a kettle as well. Um, <laughs> We might put one on her table. <laughs> um, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right that it kind of is. Um, it's a, it's a much much more niche um, demographic of people, and because of that, everyone's there for the same reason. Mm. They, they love comics. They create comics. They want to buy comics. Yeah, it, it, and it 
it somehow manages, and I, I genuinely do not know how Thought Bubble's Thought Bubble does this. It manages to be massive. I mean, it's huge. It's ridiculous. I mean, I don't understand how you're that big. <laughs> um, but at the same time, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like quite quite an intimate kind of focused place. Um, that, was, that was kind of one of the things that we worried about a little bit moving from Leeds where we had smaller like multiple small venues into one big venue in Harrogate mm-hmm. we were worried that we might lose that that feel of thought bubble but we we absolutely didn't and I think it's because you're literally coming into a room where you're just going to meet creators face to face there's no paywall there's no like mixture of um of like all the pop culture things built into it it's just straight away you're there face to face with a creator yeah it is such a creative environment really um and such a positive environment i've never met anybody miserable at thought bubble. <laughs> that's good actually no that's not true one per i met one miserable person in 2019 it was moaning because he'd had to get the train from leeds that's fair and yeah apart from that never met a miserable person because you can't be miserable at thought bubble. it's it's just such a relentlessly positive experience it is something that we really try hard to um to like cultivate this like positive super encouraging atmosphere um yeah yeah you succeed i think as a as as both a punter and a, a an exhibitor i think i can say that you, you absolutely succeed it's uh, it's it's, it's the comics community the the comics community community specifically in the uk they're all like best friends but they only see each other two three times a year um, and so when you get that energy, it's just impossible to not catch yeah. on to it. That's that's true, actually. I mean, I I know. I mean, I've been hanging around uh, comics conventions now since I was a teenager, um, and since I'm fantastically old, that's a long time. Um, yeah. So I, you know, and whether it's been the UK Comic Art Convention in London, which became the Bristol Festival, um, which basically you replaced, I think. I th- I think. Thought Bubble was was starting to get going just as Bristol was starting to wind down. And uh, they've all been, you know, fantastically positive things. But, yeah, I've met people over the years. I've got people I consider really good friends who I see one weekend a year. Yeah. And I really missed them last year. It was – last year was tough. Yeah. The the, the amount of messages that we've got from people that – as saying the exact same thing, like that one chance that you get to properly hang out with your friends from all over the world really mm. didn't happen. Um, so yeah, it, I feel like this year is going to be such a, it's going to feel like such a huge celebration for that reason. Like everyone's really missed each other. They've missed selling comics and everyone's missed buying comics. It's going to be like a, it's going to be, a, I think it's going to feel like a, a huge deal. I think like, I think people are going to cry, you know? Oh, hell yeah. I feel like, I feel like I will, you know, when the doors finally open, like after all the struggle that we've gone through for the last 18 months, the doors are going to open. I'm just going to start crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, you wouldn't think it from such a manly person as myself, but I think I might go as well, to be honest. It's, it, it, it does feel quite emotional. It'll be like a cathartic. Things are going back to some extent. Yeah. 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 And, and I think I'm beginning to reach the point where, I'm not now thinking that things are going to go back to normal. I'm thinking that some things are going to be better. 
than they were because I've, I've learned to appreciate some things that I used to take for granted. Yeah, and, and it's made us think things differently as well. Um, like, especially when we did the digital convention in 2020, we kind of realised that we can reach so many more people, not just around the world, but people that can't get out of their house or they've got anxiety reasons that can't bring them into crowds. And although this year we haven't been able to do as many digital things as we'd hoped because of the horrible logistics that we've having to been fighting through, mm-hmm. we're hoping that in the years to come we can start doing things digitally as well as physically as well. That's that's interesting. I was going to ask you about that, actually, because, as you say, I mean, the online con was brilliant. Nothing replaces the experience of actually being physically there. Yep. But, yeah, one sometimes you can't be physically there. And I think what the online con did show is, as you say, if you can't physically be in the space, there are still ways of getting some of the experience. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, one of them doesn't replace the other, but combined, it's it's the best of both worlds. Um, And yeah, so yeah, hopefully 2022 onwards, we will start doing more online things as well uh, for for that exact reason, just to reach more people. Yeah, that's that's exciting. Mm -hmm. Oh, hang on. I think my delivery's just arrived. Bear with me one second. Yeah, no worries. This is what happens, folks, when you record at your dining room table instead of in a high-tech studio environment. At this point, the Destination Venus Diamond Comics delivery, which was all the new comics for that week, arrived. And I had to go and deal with that. Chloe, very, very patiently, sat around and waited for that to be sorted. So uh, thank you, Chloe, for your patience and forbearance. It's appreciated. Anyway, that's what happened there. Let's get back to it. Uh, sorry, that was the that was the diamond delivery for the shop. I'd forgotten it was Tuesday. Uh, the... You know, when you said that, then I was like, "Is it Tuesday?" <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, the shop's still not open every day, and I, and therefore I just completely lose track of time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I'm it's, not surprised. It's been a it's been a bit of a theme over the last eighteen months. So where were we? Oh, right. So yeah, digital. I think we've probably covered that, have we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good but I, I can edit this because I lose track so easily now. Um, completely lost my thread now. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Um, so we talked about digital. It's gone again. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what I was going to talk to you about. Um, <laughs> one, of the things, one of the things that you're doing this year that I don't think you've done before, certainly I've not been aware of it if you have, uh, is the comic book drive, mm-hmm. which yep. Brand new. I'm, I'm, I'm really proud to be part of. And if you're listening, the, the carload the carlo that you brought was so huge. I can't believe it. <laughs> Quite a lot of that was down to one, one single customer. Really? Who, wow. Who she just decided that she needed some more space on her bookshelves. Excellent. And just went through everything. Um, we've had some very generous people. And if you're listening out there in listening land, podcasts and radio listeners, Destination Venus still receiving any comics that you have that are in readable condition that you need to clear out of space it can be one single comic. It can be a box of comics. Just bring them into Destination Venus or any branch of Travelling Man uh, who are all also um, uh, drop-off points is the word I'm looking for. My brain is mush today. And uh, Chloe, as I was about to launch into a big spiel about what you're going to do with them. And since I'm talking to you, I'm, tell the dear people what you're going to do with all these comics that they donate. 
So, uh, yeah, so the comic book drive, we're asking uh, any comic fan to donate their uh, their pre-read or brand new comics if they want. Um, and we are going to donate them to schools, libraries and charities. Um, we've already had a bunch of schools get in touch with us and say, oh, man, our, our comic library for this age group just isn't isn't a thing, um, which is really cool to hear. So we're going to um, the, the comic book drives open until the end of the year. And then we're going to donate them all. Yeah, which is fun. My uh, my spare room is jam packed. <laughs> yeah, no, I have to. I have to say thank you so much for arranging for me to be able to drop off the carload that I had at uh, Travelling Man Stock Stockhouse because um, I've got three filing. Uh, sorry, two filing cabinets and a bit of space under the stairs at my shop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I feel like a, yeah, you you got full pretty quickly. Um, but thank you for for taking the donations. Oh. Having having a place in Harrogate that will take them super help super handy. The, the least I can do. Um, and as you as I think you know, um, in a former life I was an English teacher, and yes, uh, I I, I I've um, I've used comics in the classroom a lot. They're brilliant for promoting literacy and stuff. And you know that that Thought Bubble is doing this to put comics in the hands of kids who probably otherwise wouldn't get them because yeah exactly. I, regret, I regret very much that buying graphic novels is not often near the top of a school library's priorities it should be but it's not whereas there is nobody who works in education that can resist a free thing yeah. so if yeah. you turn up and just say we've got some comics would you like them they're always going to say yes yeah, you'd be surprised as well how many teachers are getting in touch that are kind of the same as what you just said, that they use comics in their classes, but they don't have the funds to give comics to their kids. Yeah. Um, so so that's really exciting. We've we've had like charities as well that work with uh, refugees that are saying it's a great way for them to learn English. And uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's been the, the reception to it has been so incredible that I just couldn't imagine it being this big. Yeah, I think people's people's generosity is um, it's kind of inspiring. Unreal. Yeah, oh, yeah. absolutely! Like honestly, when when we when we first launched it, so I had I had the idea in when the pandemic first started, um, and then it was obviously delayed because physically donating things just wasn't an option anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when we actually launched it, we just had no idea what the take it would be, and and it's substantially more um <laughs> and yeah it's super exciting so hopefully that this will be something that we do year on year as well um if it, if yeah. it does well yeah i mean certainly i was expecting at Destie's we, we'd maybe get maybe half a long box by november yeah. and then and then i got a message from um from my customer sam hello sam if you're listening uh <laughs> just to say um i've got quite a lot but i don't drive you couldn't possibly come pick them up could you Oh, so and, cool. uh, and then yes i mean my car is not small and um i had to put i had to put the seats down and it was full mm-hmm. so you know I, i'm really really happy with the way it's it's going and uh, yeah just the idea of being able to 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 get more kids into comics is just fantastic yeah and you, you can bring your donations to the convention as well uh if if you're never coming anywhere near to uh to a shop that's a drop-off point, stick them in your backpack, come and drop them off at the convention. Yep. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you could do that. You, I, I think I saw on the map, because the, 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 the map of stall holders was published 
the other day. Um, link to all of this in the show notes, by the way. And I, I saw on the map, you've got sort of right in the, the entrance to the first hall, you've got yep. the, the drop off point. Which yeah, the very right first ones. So you haven't got to carry them around the convention. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the other thing that is really positive about Thorble every year is um, the astonishing red shirts, uh, mm-hmm. who I know we spoke about last time I had you on the show, but they are just amazing. They are incredible. I don't know how's, how how's the recruitment gone this year for uh, good, the really good. So um, we had our so we had our first digital uh, meet up a couple of weeks ago, um, and so many new faces, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, I don't know. We 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 were a bit hesitant thinking that we might end up with less numbers but it doesn't seem like we're going to um the, the red shirts are so dedicated it it blows my mind um and yeah we, we're about to release the uh red shirt desi- t-shirt design soon as well and it's excellent oh i always look forward to that it's uh, um for people who don't know what we're talking about the red shirts are the um the volunteer helpers at thought bubble they've been around i think since the beginning uh they're um, I still think it's brave to call any group of people at a nerdy event red shirts, uh, but so far I, they've all they've all avoided being killed by aliens. So, so far, I so didn't good. know I didn't know that reference until you mentioned it um, before. <laughs> it's made, like, it's made me giggle every year, um, <laughs> and I don't I honestly don't know if that's deliberate or not, or if it was just the fact that we got red t-shirts. I wonder. Well, I wonder. I mean, yeah, just red t-shirts about. makes. Red T-shirts make sense because obviously it makes them very distinctive. It's easy to find a red shirt. And yeah, exactly. they're just the most helpful people in the world. Um, anyone who's ever been to Thought Bubble. Sorry, I talked over you, Chloe, sorry. They'll do almost anything for you. They're, they're super efficient, super friendly, always around. Yeah. Yeah, they're excellent. If you need directions, if you need to know what time something's happening, if you need to know where something's happening. I was I was at my table in 2019 and one of them brought me a sandwich yeah. it, it was just they're just amazing just wh- whatever needs keep doing all, keep us all alive yeah it's, uh, yeah what, whatever needs doing at thought bubble before you've had time to ask someone to do it there's a red shirt there already yeah much. you have to see them before the convention opens so they're the ones that lay out all the tables as well and they're machines mm. it's they, they they just get they i don't know yeah, I, I was again. We're so so lucky to have them. But, I uh, wasn't there on the Friday in 2019 when they were setting up, but I was there on the Sunday when they were packing down. And my goodness, scary, they, isn't it? They were fat. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's truly a thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, if people are only just hearing about red shirts now and are thinking they might, they like the sound of being a volunteer, can they? Is there still time for them to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go to his website, uh, thoughtbubblefestival.com slash volunteer, uh, there's a form on there to put your name forward. Very easy. Brilliant. I would encourage anyone to do it. It's a great group of people to be part of. Um, yeah. And I, I'm just going to take this opportunity to thank the Red Shirts in advance for all the things that I don't know you're going to do for me yet, but that you <laughs> almost certainly will. Definitely. Ah, Right. Okay, well, I've trespassed on quite a lot of your time now. Um, so before we wrap up, 
what have I forgotten to ask you? What do you what do you really want to tell people about Thought Bubble this year? Oh God. <laughs> um so even though we've skipped a year, um we're gonna have just as many exhibitors, we're gonna have just as many guests. We've got a full weekend of panels, we've got a full weekend of workshops. Um, we've got a bunch of festival events that we're about to announce as well uh, that'll take place in the week leading up to it. Um, absolutely everyone is welcome. doesn't matter what level of interest you, you are in comics. Um, just come and grab a ticket, come down and check it out. Uh, you will not regret it. Yeah, and actually, I'm just going to throw an anecdote in here um, to, to, to back up that. 2019, my mum, who, was she 79 or 80 then? Let's call her 80. Um, in 2019, she was 80 years old. My mum has never understood comics. She's never understood my interest in them. And in fact, when I was a kid, they were banned from the house. Wow. Because my mum was of the view that I should be reading proper books. You can see how well that turned out. So, you know. <laughs> but she wandered in to Thought Bubble on the Sunday morning because she could get in, because she knew I was there. And because she could get in for free. Because over 65s go, get, go free. Over 65s and under 12s are free, yeah. Yeah, which is brilliant, by the way. Um, so she wandered in and she was completely blown away. I don't know what she was expecting, but what she got was not what she was expecting. Um, it, it is the hardest thing to describe to someone. And like people hear comic convention and they think cosplay and, and not much past that. Mm. And I think if you just if you if you just go and just see and just be curious, it will yeah. blow you away. And you know, I, I can tell you that an 80-year-old woman who has literally no interest in comics at all found a huge amount to enjoy there. Uh she even bought some stuff. Really? Yeah. That's yeah, cool. She, she's got a, an absolutely beautiful um I don't know if it's a print or a watercolour, um, but it's uh, a Baba Yaga on, a, on the wall, um, uh, Russian witch. That's really cool. And she saw it and fell in love with it and uh, just couldn't leave without it. So so honestly, if you, if you could convert my mother. Um, what a great investment. You're, you're doing an amazing job. And <laughs> and literally anybody is going to find something. You know, if my mother can find something there, anybody will find something. Oh yeah, if you, if you can't find something amongst four hundred and fifty exhibitors, then you're a very hard person to please. Yeah, and I think I mean that is something that Thought Bubble does so incredibly well because the whole of comics is there. Yeah, you know your superheroes are there. Um, you know retailers like me with our modern superhero Marvel DC stuff were there, um, but you've also got incredibly diverse stories and styles of art and approaches to storytelling that I, I just don't think you find anywhere else. Yeah. Um, um, and, and what you said earlier that we could probably fill up more space if we wanted to, we get so many applications and so we, that we can hand choose them to make sure mm. that they are it's like super rich all angles of comics and comic art uh yeah yeah no it's, i mean that that curation that you do is something i've always appreciated because i mean it, i'm i know people who've applied to thought bubble over various years and never got in and that's always disappointing for them mm -hmm. but it does show that 
it's not a free for all. Yeah, you, yeah, exactly. And you are focused and on, on on quality and making sure that everything is represented. Yeah, and we we do end up turning down a lot of people whose work we absolutely love purely for the reason that we do not have the space. So we always say mm. to people, if you apply and you don't get in, it is not a reflection on your work at all. We would we would we would fill the entire convention center if we could, but we can't. <laughs> yeah, well, not yet. No, not yet. Give it another couple of years without a pandemic. Yeah, no, that'd be nice. Um, but I mean, that is something that I've seen happen with Thought Bubble over the years. You know, every year, if we discount 2019, uh, sorry, 2020, let's please discount 2020. Um, every year has been bigger than the year before, or it's always felt bigger than the year before. Um, yeah. Obviously, things are things are a little bit scaled back this year, but that doesn't mean that once we get through all of this pandemic stuff, um the potential for growth is still there. It's quite a big venue. Yes. Yeah, it is huge. Um, and yeah, the, the the reason that we moved to Harrogate was because we just outgrew Leeds. Uh, so yeah, I wonder where we'll I love be. it when you say that. As somebody who lives in Harrogate, I love it when you say that. <laughs> you came to Harrogate because you outgrew Leeds. I wish we were still in Leeds. I know you do. And, 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 to be honest, a bit of me does too. I mean, I love having, of course I love having you here. I own a comic shop in Harrogate. Um, and I can walk to the convention centre from my house. That's brilliant. Um, yeah. But no, Leeds was special, particularly in the last few years when you were in the, the city centre. Yeah. Because it really felt like the convention was part of the city. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it was so spread out. It, the the, the marquees in, it's like, in 2018 was my first year. Um, mm-hmm. And the marquees were... you're totally right it was like we were suddenly part of Leeds yeah and you had I mean I you know you had people in the most exquisite cosplay standing at the traffic lights waiting to cross the road and and sort of drivers going past and literally double taking yeah that's an elf Um, (laughs) yeah it's it's um, always fun seeing seeing cosplay in the wild yeah and oh my favorite one ever my absolute favorite one ever there was somebody dressed as Jason Voorhees Mm -hmm. complete with spear dripping blood walking down the hedgerow with about 20 yards behind him two really confused looking community support officers who were like genuinely you could sort of see the conversation they were having was like do we we need need to to react to this yeah do we need to have a word with this chap or (laughs) or what um we have some excellent photographs from 2019 of judge dread stood in a bus stop (laughs) <laughs> with like just some old people waiting for the Harrogate bus, I'll try. I'll try and find them out for you because they're they're excellent. Oh yeah, that would be. I'd love to see that. Uh, <laughs> and yes, as, I mean, I think last uh, last year. I keep calling it last year. It feels like last year. Um, Me too. Twenty nineteen. I think we got some stormtroopers in Betty's. Yes. Which I enjoyed. Um, yep. And it would it, it's it is nice. It, it, I, I would love to see a bit more cosplay getting out around the town, actually. Me too. Me um, too. Um we have got cosplay events on both days this year, so we normally just do it on the Sunday. Mm-hmm. And that felt like a bit of a waste because it was out of the way, it was only on one day, but this year it's gonna be on the convention floor and there'll be one each day. 
So hopefully we'll have a lot more visible cosplay for, for everyone That'll be to cool. enjoy. That'll be cool. Because, uh, I mean, it's not... Dressing up as, as, as characters is not what it's all what it's all about, but it is part of the fun. It's Oh, yeah, it's so fun. And cos- cosplayers are so skilled. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I when I first started going to conventions in the sort of early nineties at the you know the the, the UK Comic Art Convention in London, they had a costume parade on the Sunday afternoon. It was like the closing event. Um, but you didn't see people in costume at the actual con. Oh, really? Um, right. I remember uh, one year I went. Somebody went as Bloodshot, <laughs> and the 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 compare of the costume parade on the end of the Sunday as part of his introduction to this guy it was like, and he's been wearing this costume all day. Like that was the most amazing, ridiculous thing that somebody would do. And now that's just normal. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. People go to a three day convention and be dressed up every single day. Yeah. In different costumes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, yeah the, the amount- it's, it's it's always it's always excellent seeing like the the level of creativity that goes mm. into it. Uh, like you're always like, oh, I'm going to see a Spider Man, I'm going to see a Superman, I'm going to see like a bat a Batman. But then some of the characters that you see are just unreal. Yeah, yeah, it's always, it's always fun. And the skill that goes into making the costumes. I mean, my dad was a tailor. I I know I know stitching, and um, the skill that goes into making some of those costumes is. Can't imagine. It is astounding. But then equally, you can you can cut some bits out of cardboard and stick them on yourself and be a stormtrooper, and that's cool too. Yeah. In fact, the best the best costume I've ever seen, or my favourite costume I've ever seen at UK at uh, at uh, at Thought Bubble, um, was when you were you were still in the Royal Armouries. Mm-hmm. Um. So I don't know what year that must have been. It was a few years ago now. Uh, but there were two maybe. two lads who'd gone as Batman and Harley Quinn. And literally all they'd done, the guy dressed as Batman was wearing black jeans and a black T-shirt with a bit of yellow card cut out of a Weetabix packet <laughs> that he'd drawn the bat signal on. He'd, double, he'd used double-sided sticky tape to stick it to the front of his T-shirt. And then he'd got a suit bag, like a dry cleaner suit bag, cut the bottom off it. He had that over his shoulders as a cape. And he was wearing the cheapest sort of domino style mask with ears. Excellent. That was that was his Batman. And the lad playing Harley Quinn, he was just wearing denim shorts. He had the daddy's little monster t-shirt on. And then because he didn't have long hair, so he couldn't do the pigtails, he just sprayed the each side of his head in the the, the red and the blue. And Excellent. They were ridiculous, but they were they were yeah. amazing. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, we absolutely that, encourage all levels of cosplay. It's, it's so yeah, good. Yeah, because that was that was zero skill, but a thousand percent creativity. Yeah, and you kind of got the feeling they decided on that that morning. Yeah, let's see what we can do. Let's see what, what we can do. <laughs> yeah, I, and I love stuff like that. Yeah, me too. You know, it's it's and it's again, I guess it's part of what the community is about. It's it's about putting some proper effort into into the thing that you love doing, just mm-hmm. just for the joy of doing it. Yeah, just having fun. It doesn't matter on what level it is. Like you, you can't not enjoy seeing people's cosplay. It's just impossible. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is. I, I know some people get grumpy about cosplayers, but they're wrong. 
Yeah. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, it's part it's part it's of just the a heart. Different, different part of the community expressing their enjoyment of comics in a in a slightly different way. Yeah, it's 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 part of the heart of what we do. It really is. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, so anyway, about twenty minutes ago, I said that I trespassed on too much of your time, and it, and I should start thinking about wrapping up. Um, and then, as often happens, I went off on a bunch of sidelines. Um, so, I guess we'll finish. Tell us when and where Thought Bubble is happening in 2021. Uh, Thought Bubble Comic Convention is at Harrogate Convention Centre. It's November 13th and 14th. It's a Saturday, Sunday. Uh, you can get your tickets at thoughtbubblefestival.com slash tickets. And uh, yeah, come down. Love to see you. Yeah, I, I would have to second that. It is without question my favourite weekend of the year, and it has been for a very long time. Um. I promise you, you will not go to Thought Bubble and have a bad time. I don't think it's possible. Nope. Um, the other thing I'd say uh, to people who are coming to Thought Bubble from outside of Harrogate, you can, if you choose, spend the entire two days without ever leaving the convention centre. That is possible. The food in the convention centre is really good. In a way yeah. that I've not previously experienced in convention centres, I have to be honest. Um, so you can do that. I'm going to suggest you don't. Because Harrogate, Harrogate is, in many ways, exactly what everybody thinks it is. It's full of old people. It's full of wealthy old people. Um, it can be a little bit stuffy. Um, and a little bit old-fashioned. There is no shortage of tea rooms here, folks. There really isn't. But... There's a reason that Harrogate's been able to support a comic shop for as long as it has. I mean, most comic shops don't last, not in little places like Harrogate. Um, Destiny's is still here because we've got a massive geek community. Uh, We've got some amazing bars. We've got some brilliant restaurants. I think as a largely as a consequence of the convention centre. Yeah, we we can support uh, a a nightlife culture and a bar culture and uh, a restaurant culture that something the size of Harrogate wouldn't normally be able to do. Um, so I really would encourage people to get out, particularly if they're in cosplay, um, and explore Harrogate. Because um, it really is a wonderful place. And I can say that because I'm not from here. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, I came from somewhere else. That, um, we're going to be putting a little guide together on some like cool independent restaurants, cafes, um bars this year as well so we we mega encourage people to go out and explore for uh, for a couple of hours yeah excellent and um, i've forgotten what table i'm at but i'll um i'll put that information in the show notes if anybody wants is from outside harrogate and wants some information from a local just come and ask me um more than happy to point people at cool stuff um and before anybody gets cynical i do not charge for that service either either for the people i give the advice to or the people i send them to not working on commission. <laughs> commission. No, I should probably, but I won't. Um, so, but but that that is a genuine invitation. Um, come and find us, and I'll point you in the direction of cool places to eat and drink because there are there are lots. Yes, there are. Excellent. Right, I will let you go, Chloe, because um, I really have trespassed on a lot of your time now. Oh, um, it's because we never must... get to talk about things anymore. <laughs> but we're this must be fun. your absolute busy time. It's just starting to get very busy, yep. 
It's a, it's a month to go on Monday. Oh, Lord. I'm nowhere near ready. Me neither. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, it's very busy. Um, but, yeah, it's always fun being able to come and talk about the things that we're excited about and get away from the spreadsheets for a bit. Yeah, oh, I can. Yeah, I've actually got a spreadsheet to go back to as well, so I can empathise. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, well, I will let you go away and do that. Uh, but maybe maybe after Thought Bubble, you might want to come back and we can have a bit of a chat about how it went. Yeah, would absolutely love to do that. Brilliant. I will look forward to talking Thanks. to you soon. Thank you, Reggie. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 So, yeah, that is Thought Bubble. And honestly, I don't want to sound like a broken record. Well, actually, do you know what? I actually don't care if I sound like a broken record. Thought Bubble is, without question, the best weekend of my year, bar none. Has been for a while. I know I said that in the chat, but it, it really is worth repeating. It's such a well-organised, well-curated and well-run event. And I know every every show has its controversies. Every show has people who've had a bad experience there. I I genuinely don't know anyone who's had a genuine bad experience at Thorbald. I'm not saying they don't exist. I'm just saying I've never met anybody. So if you are free that weekend, 13th and 14th of November, it's not far away now. Uh, this was recorded a couple of weeks ago as you listen to this now. So uh, it's less than a month, folks. It's less than a month. And tickets still available, uh, links in the show notes, uh, but just go to uh, thoughtbubblefestival.com, I think Chloe said. I keep telling people it's .co.uk. I suspect either will get you there, and Google is your friend in any event. If you are coming from outside Harrogate, it's not difficult to get here. Uh, if you're coming from the southeast, uh, I'm not quite sure where, how easy it is from everywhere in the southeast because I don't know what southeast train connections are like. I do know if you're coming from London, you can come here directly. Uh, there's a, a, several trains a day that will bring you directly from London to Harrogate without you needing to change. Which, if you're carrying a load of stuff, I'm guessing is kind of important. I mean, I've seen people leaving Harrogate train station to go to Thoughtball in 2019 with, you know, huge amounts of stuff. Heaven knows how you got it on the train. But, you know, I can appreciate changing trains, not necessarily attractive. Harrogate is also relatively easy to get to by road. Uh, if you just head for the A1, travel north, follow the signs, it's pretty straightforward. We're not right on the A1, but it's not that difficult to get here by road either. Uh, although Harrogate traffic is a pain in the bum, not going to lie to you. It's probably as bad as Leeds, probably not as bad as Bradford, and it's nowhere near as bad as London. So if you can cope with traffic in the southeast, you can cope with traffic in Harrogate. Um, I, I wish I could be more helpful for people coming from outside Harrogate with information and tips and hints and recommendations about where to stay. I'm afraid I'm the wrong person to ask for that. I've lived here for nearly 25 years. I rarely have to book hotels in Harrogate is what I'm saying. I don't know what any of them are like. I don't know which ones are good. I don't know which ones are mediocre. I don't know which ones are awesome. And I don't know which are the best value for money. So um, I don't know, TripAdvisor, probably your, your friend there. Uh, or talk to people who you know who've been in 2019 and they can probably also advise where they stayed. If you're listening inside Harrogate and you didn't go to Thought Bubble in 2019, I really did mean what I said when I was talking to Chloe. You should go. It's on your doorstep. 
It's a world-class event. In comics, this event is as big as the Cycling World Championships and has the added bonus that it will not mess up the stray or close a single road. So you get all of the awesome with none of the inconvenience. That's a Harrogate in-joke. People outside Harrogate, please disregard what I said. But in all seriousness, go and check it out. It's an absolutely fantastic weekend. You can go just for the day. I would recommend not. If you have an interest in art at all, not necessarily comic art, go have a chat to the artists that are there, attend some of the panels, attend some of the lectures that are on over the weekend. Check out the Thought Bubble web website. Again, links in the show notes just to see what's on when so that if you are only going to go for one day, you go on the day when the majority of things you're interested in are actually happening because there is so much going on. Um, I should say on the Sunday afternoon, I will be comparing or moderating probably um, a panel about stories great and small uh, with some people who I've not yet met but have corresponded with online and they all seem amazing. Certainly the stories that they've shared with me so that I can sort of have an idea of what they do are astounding. And if any of you folk are listening, I'm really sorry I've not been in touch. I promise I will be next week. OK, so on to some of the regular segments. Um, I don't have uh, any science or space news for you this week. I haven't been paying attention. I don't know what's happened. If I'm honest, anything could have been going on. I think the Lucy probe got launched. So there's that. Uh, I might talk about that next week if I have. Yeah, might talk about that next week. I don't really I don't really have a geek community court board for you either, because, again, I've not been paying attention to what's been going on in Harrogate. Anything could have been going on and I simply wouldn't know. So I am going to just take the geek community court board spot to say a few thank yous. Um, first of all, I know, I know I said this last week, but another massive thank you, not only to everyone at Harrogate Community Radio who have made sure that when I wasn't posting content, the radio didn't go dead. Uh, a particularly big thank you to Andy Backhouse, who sorted all of that out for me. I didn't have to tell him what to play for the repeats. He just went into the archive, pulled out some good stuff and put it in there. No fuss, no messing. Andy, thank you. Um, I'd also like to thank uh, some of the people who've helped me out at the shop. Uh, people who work there, the astounding Alice, who had had two hours training before I got the phone call that made me drop everything and run away. Um, to Ian, who is a long-standing member of staff, but who had expressed the desire to not come back after furlough, and uh, who nevertheless just dropped everything and covered the first Saturday that I was away. Again, just no fuss. Just said, look, I'll do it. It's no problem. And to Steve, who is the world's oldest Saturday boy and actually Destination Venus's longest serving member of staff. He's been there since the days of the original owner, uh, who, again, just said, look, you need a couple of Saturdays covering? They're covered. Don't worry about it. Thank you all. And also, I know some of my regular customers listen to this and... Uh, Guys, thank you too for your patience, for your support, for your understanding. The service at Destination Venus over the last four weeks has been significantly less quick uh, and less organised than I would have it be. Uh, that's entirely my fault. 
Alice, Ian and Steve have performed valiantly, but they're working with a filing system that doesn't really exist because the only person who's touched anything at Destie's pretty much for the last 18 months is me. And because I knew where everything was, it wasn't really filed in a logical manner. And since I didn't have time to explain to anybody else where everything was, no one's been able to find anything. They've had a nightmare and it's my fault and they've been very nice about it. So, you know, uh, thank you all. I really, really do appreciate it. Um, what can I tell you? I, I'm very grateful and I will hope to pay you all back in some way, somehow, at some time. I'd also like to thank the listeners of Geeking with Destination Venus. I know repeats aren't ideal. Uh, if you've been listening to the radio show, and I, I, I know that Andy picked good shows to play again. Um, he's got a good ear and he picked the ones I probably would have chosen if I'd been picking. So thank you, Andy. And at least radio folk, there was something in the feed. Podcast listeners, you had a couple of weeks of silence for which I apologise. I promised you when I started geeking with Destination Venus, there would be no skip weeks. And I, I wish I could say I'd done well, but we've not been doing this for that long. So apologies for the, for the dead air. There really was nothing I could do about it. Um, I was all over the place for the first couple of weeks of, of this month. And uh, yeah, so again, those of you still listening, those of you who didn't just cancel your follow or unfollow or whatever it is you do when you stop listening to a podcast, thank you for sticking with it. I can't promise it won't happen again. I can promise that the thing that's happened that made me go away well this time will never happen again. So there's that at least. And with that, it's about time for me to start wrapping up. We will be back next week. I am hoping I will have at least one other chat in the bag by then, although it's not actually looking that likely. Um, so it might just be me talking into the void again next time. Uh, but we do have some chats definitely scheduled and definitely coming up over the next couple of weeks so it won't be just me you're listening to obviously there have been some exciting developments in the world of doctor who uh, we've got a start date for the new season and indeed a trailer and indeed a title doctor who flux so that's an interesting departure for doctor who they've never really done that before hoping to be talking to hat and alice about that at some point in the near future and then there's all kinds of other stuff that we want to talk about. Um, again, I'd like to get Hat and Alice back to talk about uh, Orphan Black, which is not only one of the best science fiction TV shows of the last several years, also now been revived as a podcast, season two of which will be coming out soon. So we'll probably have a bit of an Orphan Black chat in time for that. Uh, and I know that's coming before the end of the year, so it must be coming soon. So yeah, lots of things still to come. One final thing. If you have got any suggestions for or comments about the show, please get in touch. Info at destinationvenus.co.uk. Particularly keen to hear from people who are making geeky sort of work, art, comics, that kind of thing, who would like to talk about it and promote it here for that. That's it for now, though. We'll see you next week. This has been a Venus Rising Media production, proudly made in Yorkshire and for one week only, Cambridgeshire. We'll see you next week. Until then, be kind to yourselves. Be kind to everybody else. Stay safe, stay geeky. Until the next time we meet again, 
to go geeking.